welcome to the bite-sized edition of Hospitality News and Views. In today's edition, Raj and Richard discuss benchmarking. How should it change? What do you think about this idea? STR, we're talking last week about how benchmarking should change. Normally when they're doing the benchmarks, they're comparing year on year. And you know, we at AvQuest, we've got our analytics product, and we actually told people to stop using it last year because we knew the analytics would end up the very nature of it and the very nature of comparing prices would end up you'd end up actually pushing the price down because everybody's pushing the price down the last thing you should do is actually follow that trend and I still remember calling the customers and telling them look just stick to your blooming business plan forget about the analytics forget about what other people are doing stick to your business plan and stick to what you know you need to achieve and don't be frightened into reducing your prices Okay, but SDR came up with something and it was interesting. They they were saying that there's now going to be a new normal, even coming out of um, the pandemic. And I think most people accept that there will be. We've learned things from the pandemic. We've learned how to run our businesses slightly in a different way, potentially in a better way. Costs have gone down. There's now going to be pressure to keep those costs down. So part of the new normal isn't that we go back to all being the same as before. The businesses themselves will actually have changed and the approach that um, you take towards business will have changed. Customers' perceptions have changed. So this whole idea of a new normal is, is not seen as a bad thing. It's just seen as the outcome of learning that we've had to go through you know, in, regarding the pandemic. And so one of the things they came out with was that you know, for, 2020, uh, for 2021, that the, the new normal should start with comparing your figures, not with 2020, but with 2020, with 2019. So when you do your comparisons, pretend that 2020 didn't exist and then start doing your comparisons that way. Um, and as I started to think about that, I started thinking about, well, actually, maybe the new normal has changed even more. One is, do we really need to rely on the standard type of occupancy type reports, revenue report to concepts? Maybe the new normal should be, you know, how, how do you measure the fact that you've done things differently and you continue to do those things properly? Because these reports primarily were there pre-pandemic. So they're not going to tell you, have you learned anything? All they're going to do is report the same way as they did in, you know, in 2018 and 2017 and year dot. But, you know, if you come out of it, if you come out and you said you've learned something and you're doing something differently and you believe it's better, there should be a new method of reporting that. Otherwise, what is how, how do you know you're achieving what you're achieving? Yeah, you you, you say new new method, and it was just going through my mind about the new world and and in the old days when people were going over to North America and what have you, and they might have taken with them the, the ways in which they behaved back in, in Europe. But, you know, there are new environments and new new threats and opportunities. And, yeah, we, maybe we just have to rip it up and start again. And, um, you know. I was actually thinking that maybe now we have to be more emphasis on reporting. How, how good is your marketing, actually? How good, you know, how good are you at actually reducing the cost of your check-ins? How good are you reducing the cost of actually acquiring the customer and maintaining the customer, a greater emphasis on that. People are now looking at technologies. There's a lot of new technologies that have been introduced. I think the UK has 
all of a sudden the pandemic has always been like a kick up the backside for a lot of hoteliers because they've, they've had to up their game and bring in the technology that they were resisting before. Now they're introducing it, they should continue using it. But how do you actually encourage that use if you're not measuring it? And I think things, if you don't measure things, guess what? They end up not being used eventually. So you end up yeah. going back to the old ways. So, and that could actually become a, a problem for hotels if they then lose sight of what their customers are expecting. That's right. I mean, we've, we've been through prices and, you know, availabilities, obviously, and reviews. I'm trying to think what, what else could be, could be measured. So effectiveness of marketing. Um, well, I think a couple of the things that might be worth looking at is how effective your communication pre-arrival to get the response from your guests. So you, you better understand how to handle that arrival. At the moment, you could say it's pretty effective because if you say, if, if you have an arrival person arriving and you send an email saying, do you have any special requirements? They will have something, they will come back to you. Even if it's just, where's the blooming car park? <laughs> you know, they'll, they'll come back with something. And which I think is great, that, that, which is great, isn't it? Um, yeah, it's fantastic. But yeah. if you go back to, if you don't, at the moment, we take it so seriously because it's so important to get the customer to come and not cancel. When, as yeah. you start going back to the old ways in terms of reporting, you'll lose sight of the fact that actually that process still should be managed and cared for. And that care is probably, hopefully, something that will come out of the pandemic with more of, um, you know, that, that kind of humanity and really caring for, uh, in fact, one of the large um, agencies very early on in the pandemic suggested that they would be uh, changing the, the, the process um, through which they cared for their, their clients. And it really was a um, from the initial inquiry right the way through to bedding them in um, a, lot, a, lot more, um, a, a lot more detailed and uh, yeah, I th personally, I think it's I think it's vital. Um, you know, I was doing that with with one of our clients um, yesterday, in fact, and uh, I was very keen to exchange. Apart from meeting them, um, you know, in person uh, at distance, um, and I also provided them then with a video show round of of, of the property. Uh, but I was also very keen just to, to be reassured that they had settled in properly. They, they'd come over, they'd had a 12-hour flight from Japan, and they I just wanted to make sure that they were happy in their environment. Um, and a number of we had a number of exchanges, all, all positive, I hasten to add. But, you know, so important, I think. And I don't think that in the hospitality sector, I don't think we can move away from that at all. And perhaps we will show more attention to that that care um, yeah the, the personal touch is you know the, you, you can you can have all the technology in the world you still need a personal touch to demonstrate you're a business that's in hospitality otherwise what's the difference yeah. between just uh, just saying yeah. it's the equivalent of a yellow box except for instead of <laughs> storing their goods they just go themselves well that's right i mean the otas have been very popular in in the, the, the past um 10 or more 10 to 15 years but yeah, that's a, a booking machine which doesn't always allow for that personal touch at the other end. Um, I suppose it opens up the, the options uh, depending upon the operator as to whether they then want to 
um, point them to a, a key box or to uh, or greet them with open arms. So I suppose it varies. We hope you enjoyed listening to this bite-sized edition of Hospitality News and Views. The full editions are available on all popular podcasting platforms and include additional material which we hope you will enjoy. Thank you.